Welcome back once more for the very first time to Beware the Hairy Mango, the flash fiction podcast by Matthew Sanborn Smith, and that's me. I don't know how you people feel, but I, for two, am rolling on the lawn excited by this, the premiere episode of what may be the greatest ever attempted exertion of human endeavor, BewareTheHairyMango.com. You may be listening because you're a friend who feels sorry for me, or you may be a loyal follower who is bathed in my genius by way of the fiction crawler on the Starship Sofa's Fabulous Oral Delights podcast, in which I sometimes sing the praises of somewhat longer pieces of fiction than you'll hear here. Hear, hear. Well, imagine fiction crawler without the parts that make sense, and you'll understand Beware the Hairy Mango. What we've got here is me reading one of my flash fiction stories to you each and every episode, and a couple of words before and after, and that's about it. This is quick and vicious entertainment, my friends. A handful of minutes and you can go wash your socks. Some people say that a good podcast length is the length of a morning commute, but I don't have the patience for such things. On average, Beware the Hairy Mango is going to run a lot closer to the length of a good bowel movement. And when I say the length of a good bowel movement, I'm talking minutes, not inches. Now let's get to our first story from my blog, The 1000. It's a little ditty called Empire. Empire! By Matthew Sanborn Smith. That's me. He had worked eight hours last week. After taxes, social security, health and life insurance premiums, not to mention vision and dental, dues for the International Brotherhood of Spaghetti Chefs, Local 219, and his $2 donation to hitching unwed mothers, hum, Gunther's first paycheck came to exactly $17. $17, he said, rolling the words around in his mouth. There's something mighty sweet about such a round number, he thought. Via conference call with his tightly knit and rather odd circle of friends, they determined that such an amount of money was indeed sinfully delicious. I can build an empire with such riches, Gunther exclaimed. You're crazy, Shooter said. No, wait, Sissy said. I know where my mother keeps her coupons. Coupons? Shooter said. What is coupons? Coupons are pieces of paper that have the power to reduce everyday low prices on items that you may already be buying for your basic household needs, sometimes by as much as 24 cents, she said. 24? What madness is this? It's true. Just last week I witnessed my mother save 24 cents on Carter's all-weather chicken seasoning. But, Shooter sputtered, but I use Carter's all-weather chicken seasoning. Ho ho! Gunther shouted. Game set and match! Come, my friends, it is settled then. We shall rendezvous at my abode. Sissy, that lamp in your bedroom. The heavy one? she asked, anticipating his need. The very one. It should make a fine tool for bashing in the head of someone's mother before absconding with her coupons. Someone's mother, like, say, your mother? Well, the coupons are right on the kitchen counter. I can just take them. My mother isn't even home right now. Good thinking. Take the coupons. We can always come back and bash in your mother's head later. My thoughts exactly, she said. After slamming the phone down for no apparent reason, Gunther remembered he had one more call to make. Hello, Mutumbu's Spaghetti Barn? Well, you know who can fry up your spaghetti from now on? You can! Sir, who is it that you wish to speak? But he hung up before she could finish her lame retort. Ha! God, that was sweet. They came together finally, Shooter with his little brother Dave in tow. What's he doing here? Gunther asked. Mom said I had to watch him while she went to her bridge club. But he's 37 years old. He doesn't even live at home anymore. Gunther and Shooter must have looked at each other for like a good four seconds. Mom said, Shooter explained. Fine then. They took a cab into town, and all the way Shooter gaped in wonder at Sissy's coupons. 
Gunther was beside himself trying to shield the treasure from the roving eyes of their cabbie. Will you put those things away? And don't you say a word about this, Dave Martin. I have a doctorate in analytical psychology, Dave said. I would never say anything. They piled out of the little cab. Sissy crawled after having to sit with the 263-pound Gunther on her lap for the entire trip. The fare came to exactly $17. Gunther put his hands on his hips and said, Well, that didn't go nearly as far as I thought it would. Sissy, could you please call your mom and ask her to pick us up on our way home? And there you have it, folks. First story in the can. You can read this and other stories at the1000.blogspot.com or just wait a little while and you'll hear all of the stories here at BewareTheHairyMango.com. If you love this and future podcasts, feel free to throw a couple of shekels in the coffers through the sexy donate button on the website. Email me and let me know what you think. If you love it, please spread the word. If you hate it, please tell all of your friends because they won't even know I exist if not for your outrage. This podcast is wrapped up warm and toasty in a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 3.0 United States license. Until next time, this is Matthew Sanborn-Smith saying cardboard boxes not only make great lovers, it turns out you can store things in them as well. Good night.